As listeners of the BSN podcast may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important. So our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam. That's right. You simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today. What is going on, guys? Welcome into a brand new edition of the BSN Nuggets podcast on a Friday the weekend's almost here. See you, Nebraska. I'm almost here. Almost 24 hours away from that one in Boulder at the time I'm recording this. Sorry for you guys living in Serbia, all over the world, who have no idea what I'm talking about. But Colorado playing Nebraska. My alma mater against Nebraska. One of our rivals, probably our biggest rival outside of CSU. Maybe even a bigger rival than CSU going back to the Big 12 days. But anyway, that's on Saturday. We are presented, as always, today on the BSN Nuggets podcast by Total Beverage, where you can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. How do you get that? You get it by using the code BSN2019. You can do that online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area. They also now have CBD products as well. So if you guys are looking for a liquor run this weekend, make sure you use Total Beverage. You don't even have to leave your couch. I want to start today's show with... My World Cup minute, that's definitely going to go much longer than a minute. But if you were up at 2.30 a.m. Mountain Time, you got to see Nikola Jokic in Serbia put together another masterpiece uh, with a blowout win over Ronaldo Balkman. Yes, former Nugget Ronaldo Balkman and Puerto Rico. 90-47, to Serbia stays undefeated, not only in the World Cup, but undefeated this summer. They have not lost a game, going back to their exhibition slate as well. So a lot to get into from this game, and also touch on Spain's win over Italy. But let's make no mistake, Wancho and his performances against Spain have been really strong, in fact. He's been playing well. But Jokic in Serbia is the main attraction when it comes to Nuggets fans and their interests in this World Cup. Ahead of Wancho, and yes, ahead of Mason Plumlee and Team USA. But... I'll start off by saying this. It takes a lot for me to get up at 5.30 a.m., which is when a lot of these Serbia games have been tipping off. The last couple of these group games, the Italy game was at 5.30 a.m. A couple others have been uh, around that time. It takes a lot for me to get up at 5.30 a.m. Usually, it's only for one of those 6 a.m. flights I'm taking from Denver to maybe Milwaukee in the middle of February to catch the Nuggets-Bucks game in Milwaukee. Sometimes you're rewarded for those early wake-up calls like a couple years ago when I saw the fastest triple-double in league history in Milwaukee. What I'm saying is I don't get up at 5.30 often, and I certainly hope I'm rewarded when I do so. This Serbia-Puerto Rico game actually tipped off earlier at 2.30 a.m. So you could either stay up or go to sleep. I caught a few hours of shut-eye, then I got up popped on my watch ESPN app, ESPN Plus, whatever it's called. I don't even know the difference. And flipped on Serbia, Puerto Rico. And I'm glad I was rewarded again for getting up so early. And maybe I shouldn't have been surprised because every time I watch Nikola Jokic, I feel rewarded and I feel gratified. And I feel like it was worth my time. And this one was no different because, yes, it was a 90-47 to win over Puerto Rico where Jokic only played 16 and a half minutes, but you rarely ever come away from a game involving Nikola Jokic disappointed. You rarely ever watch him play a game of basketball and come away and say, you know, that really wasn't well worth my time. And I think that's one of the great 
and just the awesome and beautiful things about his game, you never come away unsatisfied. You never come away disappointed in watching what he was able to do on the basketball court. And he only played 60 minutes against Puerto Rico, but it was really no different. I came away from this game very satisfied, thrilled that I had gotten up early to watch it, just as I was when I flew to Milwaukee two years ago at 6 a.m. into the February Milwaukee Cole to watch Jokic get the fastest triple-double in league history. But this was another huge game from Jokic, 14 points, 6 of 8 from the field, 10 rebounds, Two blocks in 16 minutes and 36 seconds to be exact. Updated offensive stats for Jokic at the World Cup. He's now shooting 20 of 24 from the field. That's 83%. He's missed just four shots at the World Cup. So his really strong offensive showing continued. He also had some stellar defensive moments in this one. He had two blocks, like I just said. One of them was right at the rim, contesting a layup right at the basket, protecting the hoop. I swear to God, it was the highest I've ever seen him jump. He skied. He got off the ground for one of those two blocks right there at the rim. And so uh, another just great all-around game from him. Serbia, of course, not really tested in this one against Puerto Rico. That game against Italy, really the only time in this World Cup so far through, what has it been, four games now, that they've been remotely tested. And that game was really only close through, I'd say, two and a half quarters before Serbia really pulled away. They will be tested, I think, on Sunday when they match up against Wancho, Hernan Gomez, Ricky Rubio, Marcus Gasol, Billy Hernan Gomez, Sergio Yell, Rudy Fernandez. Spain's got a deep team this year. I don't think as talented top to bottom as they've been in years past, but they're still dangerous. They're still one of the best teams at the World Cup. But Serbia faces Spain in what will undoubtedly be their biggest test on Sunday. So, you know, I'll be getting up bright and early for that one as well. But a few more notes on Jokic's game. If you were watching this one with me, you would have seen some of the just brilliant passes Jokic had in this one. And I think we know now that he's the best passer in the league, willing to say that. He is not only the best passing big man in the league, he is the best passer in the league for my money. And he is one of the best passers of all time. Now, he doesn't have the longevity and the number of years under his belt that he needs to anoint him the best passer of all time. He can definitely get there if he continues at this pace. Uh, but the crazy part is, I think he's the best passer in the league right now, and he's becoming a better and better passer <laughs> with every rep, every game, every season he plays. Uh, I really do. And in this World Cup, I think we're seeing him really show off. He's got a couple signature passes, I believe. Um, the outlet pass, you probably have to put in that category. He throws an outlet as good as anybody in the league does. Full court, half court, chest pass, over the head pass, one-handed, Hail Mary touchdown pass. I'll never forget that one in game 82 to Malik Beasley two years ago. He's for sure one of, if not the best, outlet passers in the world. So that's definitely one of his signature passes. He has a lot of others too. Uh, like he's a great lob thrower, of course. He's a great backdoor passer. He always throws those bounce passes right on the freaking money. When he's engaged in a DHO or, or a pick and roll and he's throwing that little drop pocket pass to a cutter, he's money on those two. But I will tell you one that is slowly developing, and it may not be developing. It may have already developed into just one of his true signature passes. It's that little flick, that little misdirection flick that he does. And he did it a bunch last season. Uh, he had that one to the corner 
that I remember really vividly last year. And he's done it a couple times in the World Cup, and he did it twice, two separate times in this game here Friday morning against Puerto Rico. The first one came in the first quarter with just around 30 seconds remaining. Jokic is posting up inside, just has this huge advantage. They throw a lob pass into him. I think it might have been Bielitsa. And it looks like he's kind of getting held down, his left hand is. And then with his right, he just jumps up and from the left block literally just taps the ball uh, with his outstretched right hand, which is straight up in the air, to Marco Simonovic in the corner, who, if you guys have listened to the show this week, I've told you, is an absolute knockdown shooter, probably one of the best shooters in this tournament, shot over 40% from three last year uh, for Zenit in Russia. Usually that's a make, but uh, he missed. So that was the first one. Uh, The second one came in the second quarter, just uh, a one quarter later. So Serbia's in like semi-transition, and Jokic is streaking down the middle of the court. His teammate launches a three from the corner. Jokic is crashing the offensive glass. The ball gets tipped. Uh, The ball gets blocked. The three-pointer in the corner gets blocked. Falls right to Jokic, who's kind of streaking down the lane. He's about at that charge circle right under the basket. And he finds the ball in midair, jumps, and then gently taps it with his right hand kind of over his shoulder to Nemanja Bielica, who is under the hoop, who initially misses the layup, but then uh, Serbia is able to eventually convert from in close. The craziest part about this second little flick, uh, that's I guess what I'll call him here, it's really hard to even identify in this play when Jokic sees Bielica kind of cutting in towards the hoop. Jokic is running down the lane. His teammate shoots the ball from the corner, gets blocked. And then I swear to God, I'm not sure if Jokic ever actually sees Bielica on the opposite block, who he eventually just taps it to. It's like a no-look flick, you know? And maybe he saw him when he was running down the lane. My video that I clipped on Twitter, which you guys can see, it's on my timeline right now, at Harrison Wind. Maybe it doesn't go back far enough to see when he first saw Bielitsa and that he would be open. But from the time that Serbia is shooting this corner three and it gets blocked, he's definitely not making eye contact with Bielitsa. He's definitely not seeing Bielitsa on the opposite block wide open. So, I mean, he's got eyes in the back of his head. Magic Jokic, right? I'm not quite sure how he was able to know that Bielitsa was going to be there and get that flick to him just... An unbelievable pass, and I think that flick is becoming a Jokic favorite, and I also think something that he's doing this tournament, he's maybe using the FIBA World Cup to experiment with some of these passes a bit. You know, maybe he can experiment with them to the same extent against a Spain or against a United States in a potential gold medal game, but against Angola, the Philippines, against Puerto Rico, I think he's trying to experiment a little, see what he can get away with, see how just diverse and deep his passing arsenal really is. And he, to my knowledge, is really one of the few, if not the only players in the world who tries this flick pass regularly. And based on how often he's attempting it here in the World Cup, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it even more come next season. It's that time in the show where we've got to talk about Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer. They were established in 1990 right here in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've heard of all the favorites. You've had them at every one of your favorite bars. The delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, most people's personal favorite, the world-famous avalanche, that classic American amber ale. But 
You guys got to put this one new beer into your rotation. I'm telling you. Strawberry Sky. You guys are going to love it. I love it. This is my personal guarantee that you will too. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they're calling this a lighthearted Kohlschale, but it's a light, delicious summer beer. Exactly the one you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. Make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. You'll be able to see all the events that we have planned. And of course, we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RCP and have a good time. Before we move on, a quick word from Piper Electric. Are you in need of a top dog electrician? For over 35 years, Piper Electric has been the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contract company in the Denver community. If you call 303-646-6765, that is their phone number, they will give you the BSN back-to-school hookup. This is only for BSN listeners. It will save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. But don't forget, you have to call 303-646-6765 to receive 20% off your next service call. Here on the BSN Nuggets podcast on a Friday, as always, we are presented by Total Beverage. I want to talk about this Jokic flick pass a little more because I think it's significant because it helps me draw a comparison between him and one all-time great. And I think a few people have made this comparison before, and it's one I've made before, but the more you watch him, the more years he spends in the league, the more he expands his game, the more we get a sense of his creativity his imagination, his feel for the game, his unselfishness, the more and more you compare him to Larry Bird. And that might seem crazy because Larry Bird is, of course, one of the all-time greats, arguably a top 10 player, one of the top small forwards ever. They play a different position, uh, but they are very similar in my opinion. Just from the way they play the game, how unselfish they are, their mentality, their team-first approach, how they look to get others going, their basketball IQ, their ability to score when they need to, but also get others going and play around and through their teammates when the situation calls for it, their ability to lead teams in their own special ways. And I think their passing is also very similar. Two stats, though, quickly, uh, that kind of draw a comparison between what Larry Bird did and what Nikola Jokic has done over his first couple seasons in the league. Only two players in NBA history have 3,000 points, 2,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists in their first three seasons, Larry Bird and Nikola Jokic. And also, players who averaged 20-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, 4-plus assists in their first nine playoff games, Larry Bird and Nikola Jokic. There's statistical comparisons, but I think with the eye test, there's legit comparisons as well. Because Larry Bird is one of the few players I can ever remember throwing and executing this type of flick pass that Jokic did twice against Puerto Rico and has done on a lot of different occasions over the last couple of years. I think the Bird-Jokic comparison is one that some have made, but it's going to pick up steam over the next couple of seasons, I personally believe. The trajectory Jokic is on, how he plays, his unselfishness, his team-first mentality, how he passes up good shots for better shots, those are all things that Larry Bird did as well. And they also just had that it factor too, you know, that just elite, elite top 1% basketball IQ, which Jokic has, he's one of the smartest players in the league. So is Larry Bird. You know, you can't learn that type of stuff. And a lot of the truly special players in this league, 
they have that. They have that it factor. They're just incredibly smart when it comes to uh, their basketball IQ. Both Jokic and Larry Bird had those things. I just think from a statistical standpoint, they're kind of comparable. And then when you look at just what they do on the floor, their eye test makes them comparable as well. Here's another stat for you that compares Bird and Jokic. I know Jokic only played four years. Larry Bird played 13. But if you look at Nikola Jokic's career averages compared to Larry Bird's per 36 minutes, they look awfully similar. Larry Bird, 21.2 points. Jokic, 20.7. Bird, 10.3 rebounds. Jokic, 12.2. Bird, 5.1 assists. Jokic, 6.5. Steals, around the same. Blocks, around the same. Field goal percentage, Jokic has him beat. And if you look at true shooting percentage, effective field goal percentage, Jokic is going to have him beat too just because of the three ball. The point is, from a statistical standpoint, what Jokic has done over his first four years in the league has really mirrored what Bird did throughout his career. So I believe it's a legitimate comparison from a statistical standpoint, from an eye test point of view. And I think it's one that could pick up steam over the next couple of seasons because I don't anticipate Jokic's game changing drastically from the course it's on right now, right? He's not going to develop into uh, this score first guy who's probably going to contend for scoring titles, I don't think, even though he could do that if he wanted to. I predict he'll, you know, his scoring average is going to stick around where it is right now. Jokic averaged 20.1 points per game last year. I can't imagine him averaging, you know, more than 23, 24 points per game at the high mark of his career. The rebounding number is always going to be there. He's an incredible rebounder, offensive glass and defensive glass. The assist numbers are going to be there as well. And he's incredibly durable. He's probably going to play more than 13 seasons, more than Bird did. You know, Bird's back eventually caught up to him and forced him to retire. Uh, Jokic, no, he's only played four years. He's still young. However, it does seem like his body will hold up over time just because the style of game he plays and how durable he's already been over his first four years. Remember, I almost say this on every podcast, but Jokic played in every game last year except for one game where he rested, and Denver rested a lot of their regulars on the second-to-last game of the regular season in Portland, and the one game he was suspended. 14 games in the playoffs where he played an incredible, insane amount of minutes. That 4 OT game where he played 60 minutes, it didn't even seem like he was tired. I just think long-term, his body will hold up well, and he'll probably end up playing more than the 13 seasons that Bird did. Before we hit another break, got to hit on what Wancho Hernan Gomez did in Spain. 67-60 to victory over Danilo Gallinari and Italy. Gallinari, a solid game for him. 15 points. He played a ton as well, like he did against Serbia. 35 minutes for Gallo. He was 2-5 of from 3, 5-9 from the field. But Wancho's strong play at the FIBA World Cup continues. 16 points for Wancho, a team high, 6-10 of from the field, 5 of 7 from two-point range, 1 of 3 from three, 3 of 6 from the line, 4 rebounds, and he once again played a central role in another close Spanish win. Earlier this week, he did the same in a close matchup against Puerto Rico, and he is really a central player for this Spanish team. Uh, Spain's got a lot of talent. They are deep with Marcus All, Ricky Rubio, Rudy Fernandez, Sergio Yol, Juancho, his brother, Billy Hernan Gomez. So they're deep. They're talented. I don't think they're of the class of Serbia or the United States. I think they're definitely a tier below those guys. But they're legit. And Wancho is a central figure for this team. Some things I've noticed about his game so far, 
man, he looks confident. He is playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of power. Uh, it seems like he's being very decisive out there. And I know the next question you guys are probably wondering is, do I think he can parlay this World Cup performance, which so far has been very strong, into significant playing time next season? I'm not going to sit here and say that he definitely can, but I do think it will help his case. And again, he's going to be in a battle. I said on Thursday's show, I've heard there could very well be an open competition at small forward. I know Wancho is probably on the outside looking in of the open competition, but I do think a strong World Cup performance could definitely help him get some momentum, kind of get some acceleration into this training camp, which uh, is very close. Last week of September, first week of October. You guys know on this podcast, I'm a big fan of Wancho, big fan of his game. Love how he fits with Nuggets. Love how he fits and plays off of Nikola Jokic. He's a great shooter, I think, when healthy. He should be, at least. No reason for him not to be. He's a strong cutter. He knows where to be. He's a good floor spacer. He can get up and down the floor in transition. He's a great secondary role player. You know, he's never going to be a guy you want initiating your offense, but he knows how to pick and choose his spots. He knows how to find the soft spot in the defense really well. A lot better than a lot of guys on the Nuggets do that are currently in their rotation. So I hope he gets a shot. I like watching him. I like how he plays. I think he's a really good fit with the Nuggets. Now we'll see. We'll see what this thing looks like when we get to preseason and how the rotations are shaken out. I'm not going to say, yes, because Wancho had an awesome showing at the World Cup, he's going to be in the rotation, but I think it can help him out. The Green Solution has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. What I need you guys to do, Get on your phone right now, and I need you to go to their website, mygreensolution.com. You can order your flour, your concentrates, your edibles, and topicals online, and head to the closest green solution for pickup. It's really that easy. You sit on your phone, sit on your couch, you're watching the World Cup at 5.30 a.m. I don't know if they're open quite then, but maybe you're watching a replay of the World Cup on ESPN Plus if you have the subscription. You're sitting there. Pop onto MyGreenSolution.com, place your order. Then you just drive right down the street to MyGreenSolution and pick it up. Also, you can use the code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase. All right, back here on the BSN Nuggets podcast, as always, we're presented by Total Beverage, where you can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more by using the code BSN2019. Wrapping up a short, abbreviated show on a Friday. I want to get you guys out of here to enjoy your weekend right. A couple quick programming notes for the World Cup that you should pay attention to. Saturday morning, Greece against Mason Plumlee and Team USA. Here's my quick scouting report for this game. Greece, a lot of people will give them a shot in this one. U.S. should roll over Greece the Greek team, it's pretty much Giannis, two of his brothers, and a bunch of guys that the U.S. should be able to handle quite easily. Greece has already lost to Brazil earlier in this World Cup last week, or that might have been earlier this week. And, and Brazil is a solid team. Anderson Verjao, Leandro Barbosa, they've got some talent on that team. They also barely beat New Zealand, who not many people were pegging as one of the top teams in this World Cup, New Zealand doesn't really pack much power in terms of talent and zero NBA players on this squad, but they did have a guy, Corey Webster, went for 31 against Greece. So I think Greece could hang with the U.S. for a little bit, but you know, other than Giannis, 
Kostas uh, Papa Nikolaou, who's on this team, if you remember a one-time nugget, he was a piece Denver got back in that trade for Ty Lawson. Nick Kalaitis also on this team. Not a lot of guys that the U.S. should have difficulty handling outside of Giannis. So I would expect maybe that game to remain close for a quarter before the U.S. kind of separates itself. And on the Serbia and Spain front, a big showdown looming on Sunday between Spain and Serbia. This is for sure going to be Serbia's biggest test of the tournament. They played a couple tough qualifying games. They played Lithuania twice pretty close, but... In the World Cup, they obviously have not been tested outside of, I'd say, Italy for a half before they really pulled away from Daniel Gallinari and the Italians. Puerto Rico, Philippines, Angola did not provide much of a test for Serbia. They will be tested by Spain, though. Spain is a pretty veteran-laden group with Marcus Gasol and Ricky Rubio. They'll know how to keep that game close, and you can guarantee it's one that they've had circled on their calendars for quite a while. I think Serbia should be able to outclass Spain. But, you know, these teams that Serbia's faced, they haven't really been able to score with them, right? Because Serbia can come at you from so many different ways. Obviously, Jokic can just punish anybody in the post. He can score probably every time down there if he wants to. Marcus Gasol, he'll be the best defender that he's gone up against that Jokic has in the World Cup so far. So I'll be interested to see how Jokic fares there. I feel like he should have a pretty good game again. And then Serbia hits you from the perimeter. Bielica. Bogdanovich. Serbia has really good guard play as well. A couple of their guards, they could probably find their way onto the back end of a lot of NBA rosters. They're just solid. You know, they don't do anything spectacular, but they can hit open threes. They can find the right man. And then the strength of Serbia's team, I've told you guys this from the jump, but it's their interior. A lot of really strong centers on this team. Jokic, Marjanovic. So I'm excited for that matchup. It's definitely going to be a big test for Serbia their biggest test yet, and I'm sure they'll prevail, but Spain will definitely make them work for it. I'm guessing Aaron Gomez will be matched up on Bielitsa for much of this game. That's a solid matchup there. I think Bielitsa is one of the more underrated guys in the league right now, so looking forward to it. That is Sunday morning. You guys know I'll be up bright and early to watch that and live tweet it. Make sure you're following me on Twitter just to keep up with all these highlights. I usually try to tweet out a bunch of the good Jokic highlights from the Serbia games as they happen at Harrison Wind. Also, if you have questions for the show and you are a BS in Denver subscriber, you guys get preferential treatment on your questions. If you leave one on bsendenver.com at the bottom of this post in the comment section, that's only available for BS in Denver subscribers. I'll answer it before the first break. Everybody else, hit me on Twitter at Harrison Wind or in my email, wind at bsndenver.com. That's all the time I got for today. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Hey, BSN listeners, before we get out of here, got to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Of course, it's Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It has helped decrease anxiety. You name it, CBD is also all-natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. So check it out for yourself today. And BSN listeners get 20% off when you use the promo code BSN2019 at checkout. And better yet, you'll get it shipped straight to your door.